Welcome to Observe and Retort. Hello. My name is David Henry. And I'm Luna Stanibu. And we are in, I've got no idea what week it is. Is it week three? It's week three. Is it the third week? Oh, look I'll at us. So. Doing so well. I mean, it's, it's week three and we're already confused. Like, <laughs> look, it's well we known. Know? I can't it's count to three. So large numbers. It's, it's, it's huge numbers. Point. Yeah. yeah. Maths yeah. is not my strong point. Please well, don't ask what my strong either, point girl. is. Because I just don't Spoiler. know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really what I do. It's not. How are you doing? I am it's week three. Are surviving. you surviving? Yes. I'm, I'm working here. from home. I'm breathing. I'm at home. That's good. And oh. I'm working, technically. Uh, <laughs> well, not right now. <laughs> You're working for us right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Uh, no, like I'm so bored of working from home. I need to not be around people. No, I don't need to be around people. I just need to <laughs> okay. not be around myself. <laughs> I think that's the key. That you, what, you don't need to be around yourself? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, if I could just escape uh, myself for a while, that okay. would be beneficial. Maybe you should see somebody about that or, you know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel this is the time, okay? I for... feel like there could be some things you could be that would be beneficial to to that case. But, uh, I mean, that's just me. Who knows? Yeah, drunk. But I get it. I um... get it. We're not going to talk about your emotions now, are we? Who are you? Because you're not really. That's, <laughs> Who are that's you? That's my job. I'm going to lay myself out there. I'm, gonna I'm a British man. Everything. We don't have emotions, okay? We have cheese and occasionally beer. <laughs> That's the extent of our fucking emotional toolbox. <laughs> and I uh, yeah, that's really what we got. From feel home, like it's it? good like, enough. That's kind of that's kind of what we got. Oh my god, how are we coping? Uh, how are you? But I honestly feel like I have been inside in my pajamas for three years, which is not completely wrong, because I did write my thesis and then I I was unemployed, is unemployed for a while, so. And then the Corona thing, but oh my God, you know what? I miss just kind of going out and having a beer with some friends. I miss bars. I don't want to do it that all the time. That is the key thing. But I, I do miss that. I miss the ability to walk somewhere yeah. that's like random. I know yeah. exactly yeah. if I'm going to go somewhere, I know exactly where it is. It's going to be, mm-hmm. if I'm feeling exciting, if I want to experience something new, I'll go to Lidl instead of Neto. Oh, look at you. And that's pretty disappointing when the peak of your excitement is a different supermarket. I mean, I get it. It is the same for me. But I do also miss the time when I could go to the grocery store and not want to murder every single person in the store. I've never experienced (laughs) that time in my life. I always want to murder everyone in the grocery store. Well, that's, so. that's valid. That, you know, that's not totally wrong. What's I, the basis of your desire to murder them? Well, first of oh, all... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I opened a box. <laughs> you opened <laughs> a can of worms. No, I'll Check make Check back brief. in in an hour. <laughs> it's, it's just the fact that I, I do not feel like people understand what distance, social distance mm. is. I don't feel like people understand just being um, not rude, just being like polite 
and uh, aware of the people around them. And I do feel like the thing is what I don't like being in situations where I feel like I'm being made out to be a cunt because I, I am that when I get mad in the shop and people are like breathing down my neck and I'm like, could you back the fuck up? And they look at me like, oh my God, this lady is hysterical. Why, why is she like this? And I'm like losing, I picture myself like I'm having these very vivid uh, fantasies when I'm in Rema or LDO, what the fuck, where I'm just like, if, if this happens one more time, I'm gonna scream in this fucking shop and I don't care about anything. I am gonna tell all these fuckers what is up. And I, like, I get so, and I get anxious. I get, like, it just, I'm overwhelmed. I, I can't, I, I just can't, I need to get the fuck out of there because it's just too much. So it, it's like borderline anxiety attack. And I come home and it's literally just going to the fucking store to get food. And it's a whole thing in my day that takes up so much space and capacity. And it, yeah, sometimes Jens just has to go because like, it's just easier. <laughs> it's just but better. It probably for takes up so much space just because it's kind of the only thing in your day. That is a read, but it's true. That is like, <laughs> <laughs> so true. And I feel As bad for not even being able to, to overcome that in like a, an okay manner. But it, it's so, it's just so annoying. I get so angry at people. I, beyond. Well, like if beyond, you had, man. you know, if you had a bar to go to, there would be so many people to be annoyed at in the bar. And yeah. then. Yeah. That would clearly be, you know, a much more real reason to be annoyed. Yeah. I think it's all very real. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not real. It's all real. I'm just saying that everything feels so much more. Like, yeah. it, it used to be possible to escape that feeling. But now you're just going to go to a different shop and have exactly the same feeling in a different <laughs> yeah. place. Yeah, you know, true. If someone pissed me off in a little before, I go to Neto and I'm fine. I go to Rima and I'm fine because that person isn't there. Now, uh, that person is also there. Always. And it's they only might look that different. Times a thousand. <laughs> but it's the same person. <laughs> they look completely different, but I swear to God, this motherfucker uh, is following me. And it's like, what? You're going to bring your entire fucking family to the store? Have you not? Have you not? Do you understand what's Look, going they need on a around day out, you? Okay, there's like, no swimming pools to go You're to. You're blocking the entire fucking way for people to go get what they want. I'm like, when people are standing there looking at the groceries, and I want to go and look at that too, but I'm like giving them space and time to figure their shit out, and then I'm like standing politely back so that when they leave, I can go. But the problem is that there are a bunch of people who also want to go and they don't wait. They don't give a fuck. They walk right past me like, I'm just going to go here. And like, I just, I feel violated from them breathing around me. I just <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'm fine. It's totally fine, right? It's fine. I'm fine. It's cool. It's cool. But again, it's cool. I just want to 
by now, I'm pretty sure I've heard you say those exact words about middle-aged men in bars. That you oh, <laughs> but that's a whole... <laughs> that's Back, always been a problem. <laughs> we're talking Not pre-pandemic. Even just men. <laughs> pre-pandemic, I've definitely heard you say... I feel violated from him just speaking, breathing near me. <laughs> that's exact words. No, that's the so. name of my book. For real, like it's, yeah, no, you're right. Definitely. So. You're right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it feels good just to say it out loud. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's I'm nice. going to build a bar on my fucking balcony. And by build a bar, I mean it's going to be six cans of a shit beer and i'm just gonna have a sock that i talk to myself and i say vaguely racist things so i can get angry at this sock at the other table being like fuck this, this guy is very specific are you already doing this hun <laughs> it sounds like no fuck you So, I think you should go oh. first this week. Oh, should um, I? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> My story <laughs> is problematic. So, I don't know. Okay. It's not in then a... Then maybe you go first. Not, not in problematic like the okay. woke person on Twitter. It's problematic in it's either hilarious or really sad. And I just haven't yet... And I, you don't know. You don't know what. I don't what know. Kind of vibe and I'm never gonna is. know whether it's hilarious or really okay. sad. I don't well, know. Should you? Your choice. Should I go first or should you go first? I'm gonna go first. Okay. Okay. Hit me. So, yes, my story this week. It's very unlike me because it's about a bird, and I hate birds. But I'm gonna talk about this bird, this pigeon, actually. Uh, the the title is. Fake U.S. leg band gets pigeon a death row reprieve. Have you heard? I okay. I don't want to delay this. I heard the original story, but I've not uh-huh. heard the reprieve. Yeah, this is so exci- that's an update, okay, exactly. But, so I don't know. If give us the have... full story, because <laughs> most people probably don't pay attention to Australian pigeon news. That happens to be a personal interest of mine. So. <laughs> Oh, well, there we go. You know, maybe I just sensed it like on a different level that, yeah, David needs the pigeon news. Australian pigeon news is the best pigeon news of all the pigeon news. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it's the peak. Okay, well, there we go. That's why I, I, I picked it out of all the pigeon news that there were. I went with this one for you, girl, for you. Thanks, babe. Okay, so it's written by Rod Mc, McWork. McQuirk, McQuirk. That's a funny name. Is <laughs> <laughs> literally M C G U I R K. McQuirk. McQuirk. It sounds like a frog. McQuirk. Sorry, Rod. It's a beautiful name. You're magical. Okay. So there's been a lot of patient <laughs> drama. I don't know if people have heard. Um, <laughs> it's in Australia. It's called Canberra. Not sure where it is, but so a pigeon that Australia declared a biosecurity risk has received a reprieve after a a U.S. bird organization declared its identifying leg band uh, was fake. So the whole thing was that they thought it came from the U.S. And uh, and now it was in Australia and it was like, we have to kill it because 
you know, it's is, gross. It's from the U.S. Ew, we have to. <laughs> that's not quite. <laughs> I, I want to. Oh, that, oh, that's clarify just a is little that, bit. Is that right? <laughs> that Australia has incredibly strict biosecurity strict. laws because oh, wow. they so already have mm-hmm. enough fucking crazy animals. Yes. And they don't want to risk. No, really, they. They're they're full. They they can't. They're full they're of crazy animals, capacity. and they're incredibly scared of. Uh, Diseases. <laughs> diseases coming from overseas. Famously, when a minister in Australia threatened to murder Johnny Depp's dogs. Okay, bitch, don't steal my story. Are we going to talk about Johnny Depp's dogs? Oh my God, <laughs> were you going to talk about Johnny Depp's dogs? I'm just going to get into it, but now you already did. I was just going to touch upon it in the end. Okay, I'm sorry. It's fine. Okay. I didn't know you were going to get that deep on Boo and Pistol. Why do you know so much about Johnny Depp's dogs? <laughs> I know a lot David. about Australian biosecurity laws, as I tried to explain earlier, and you thought oh, it was yeah. a joke. No, that makes sense. So I'm deep into pistol and boo. Security guy. Now you also know about biosecurity stuff. Is that kind of a part of the thing? No, oh. I can't. Or is that just your personal hobby? <laughs> as I've said before on the podcast, I have a weird yeah. interest in Australian politics for a variety of reasons. Because mm-hmm. it's similar to British politics, but far enough away that I can just laugh when people do shitty things. So when uh-huh. a minister goes on TV and says, Johnny Depp, get your dogs out of town or we're going to murder them. That is fucking hilarious to me in a variety of ways. That it, it wouldn't be if the Danish or British minister went on TV. I'd be like, that's kind of weird. Maybe this politician should yeah. be more serious. But in Australia, yeah. fuck it. Kill well, the dogs. Well, now that we're talking about it, <laughs> I may as well just say yes. that yes, the Australian... Uh, quarantine authorities are very like notoriously strict apparently so it was in 2015 the government threatened to euthanize the the two Yorkshire Terriers or Yorkshire is that what you say Yorkshire Terriers Yorkshire Terriers yeah it was perfect I said it perfectly Uh, Pistol and Boo yeah Uh, yeah after but also they smuggled them into the country uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard yeah so they got like a 50 hour deadline to leave Australia. And then they fucking put those dogs on like a, a jet and <laughs> flew them out. They put just the dogs. Like it was the pilot and the dogs and they stayed in Australia. Also, there's so many layers to this that you would personally love because it was Barnaby Joyce who was the minister in Australia, right? Who He was the minister who told them to get the dogs out. Okay. And Barnaby Joyce is a... Delightful right-wing gentleman who hates... Like they usually are. <laughs> uh, just, he just chill people, really. It was yeah. very anti-gay marriage because mm, uh, it's against the sanctity of marriage and we need to respect the sanctity of that, you know, traditional institution. Exactly. Right up until he had a baby with his secretary cheating oh. on his wife who he had oh. children with. Oh. Turned out the sanctity wasn't so important. Okay. Well. Anyway, I'm sorry for bringing this out, Valley. I just know know. a lot about Barnaby Joyce and Johnny Depp's dogs. (laughs) Clearly, it's a personal interest. Oh, it was their mutual dogs. (laughs) Sounds like it was like they had (laughs) those dogs together. (laughs) It wasn't Amber Heard's. It was it was their dogs. I've really fucked up the flow of this story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there was a story. Oh yeah. Okay, let me get into it. So, (laughs) kill the dogs. (laughs) (laughs) The dog. The the story on the dogs are it's a wrap now. Okay. 
So, yes, the pigeon had the leg band on that was like, oh, it's from the U.S., but so now they say it's fake. So the band suggested that the bird had uh, that was found in Melbourne, Melbourne, uh, in <laughs> on December 26th was a racing pigeon, because apparently that's the thing, uh, that had left the U.S. state of Oregon. And that's like 13,000 kilometers. 8,000 miles for the people who are dense. Away. That's so mean. That's so mean. It's so funny. Seriously. <laughs> get a get a real measuring system. Why don't you? <laughs> I'm very pro-metric, but I don't know what percentage of our British audience are. So <laughs> let's try not to. <laughs> I, honestly, I feel like the people that listen to us who don't know metrics are like, we should know metrics. I feel like that's the kind of... I don't know. I apologize. <laughs> but also, I mean... Feet? Really? Miles? Yeah. Okay. So, yes. It's really great to count everything in feet. Don't you want to know like, how many I'm feet it would take to... Measure everything in Tom Cruise's. Okay. So, the, the band... No. So, do, what's her... What's... Dion, Dion, Dion Roberts, D, D1, the one, D1, D-E-O-N-E. What? Dion, Dion Roberts. Uh, look, it's, a key part of this podcast is mispronouncing people's names. Let's just. Or just say a thousand versions of a name <laughs> and hope one of them. One of them must be right. Correct. <laughs> so, <clears throat> that person mm. is a, is a sport development manager for the Oklahoma-based American Racing Pigeon Union. I'm learning a lot of things today. That's a thing. That's a job you can have, David. A development manager for the Oklahoma-based American Racing Pigeon Union. <laughs> well, he, she slash, well, they said the band was fake. I'm not sure about the gender. It doesn't matter. Um, and the band number belongs to a blue bar pigeon in the United States, which is not the bird pictured in Australia. So, uh, the Aust Australian Agriculture Department, which is responsible for biosecurity, agreed that the pigeon that they call Joe after Joe Biden was wearing a fraudulent copy. So, uh, yeah, now they say, uh, you know, we had an investigation. We can kind of say now that Joe the Pigeon is very likely to be Australian and does not present a biosecurity risk. So, yay, they saved the bird. Joe is is not going to be killed. But there's so many more questions. And I'm sure, I promise you, <laughs> that I cannot answer <laughs> one of those questions. I knew I was gone, but I just... Oh. Uh, uh, I'm going to ask them. I think I'm not expecting you to know the answers. Well, I do know so much about pigeons, David. Um, you look like the type. What does that mean? What does that mean? You look like a pigeon fancier. That's that's the look. <laughs> it's funny because I literally, I was traumatized by a bird last week. Did I tell you that on the podcast? No. no. Because Jens, oh my God. So here we go. So, <laughs> little side story here. So, Jens is, 
has a job now. So I walk the dog midday. He, he gets an hour mm-hmm. outside. It's very nice. And uh, I don't want to go where there's a lot of people because uh, Bonsai isn't super great at other dogs and I don't want to be bothered. So there's a little park nearby that uh, Jens uh, recommended to me so we could kind of just do our thing. And I went there and a bird flies past my face fucking crow like i can hear it's like and it sits down right in front of me and bonsai and looks at me like are you gonna give me some fucking treats bitch or like what uh what are we doing here so jens has been feeding the crows in the park (laughs) and they recognize bonsai and I swear to God, David, I almost shit myself. Like, I was so fucking terrified. I hate birds. I am so terrified of birds. Usually, it's great to have Bonsai with me because, like, he, like, birds don't want to be around dogs, so they fly away. But this yeah. bitch just flew right back. Like, it was right in front of us. And it was screaming at me. Like, it kept, it was, like, blocking the entrance to the park. And it was like... You're not going to get past if I don't get some fucking treats, bitch. And I was like, get me the fuck out of here. So I made, I was like, fuck this park. We're just going to go up the street. And it, I, the further I got away, it was still yelling at me. It was like not a normal kind of bird. Like, meh, meh. I don't know what birds say. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they're cats. Um, but it was so loud and aggressive and I could just... I, I felt in my bones that it just wanted me to give them treats because that's what Jens always do or always does. And I'm just, I'm not that, I I can't, I, I was terrified. This is how I feel about birds. That was terrifying. I had a rant on Instagram and everything. <laughs> it was, I was you know, so anxious. You know oh that, my God. that crow is going to remember you and tell its friends about you. But that's what I thought because... I also, I was like, oh, it's calling its friends now. There's like, hey, boys, the, the, the stupid dog and the treats are here. Come, come, come. No, no, but now it's going to tell its friends. <laughs> yeah. It's going to remember. Crows remember faces. Also, Why did you, you see. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> like... <laughs> but also, I told Jens, okay, great. Thank you for the advice. I can't go there anymore because you fucking, like, now we have pets in the park yeah. that I don't want to have. Jesus. And Jens is like the fucking bird whisperer. He's like, oh, I went to talk to the birds today. I'm like, why do you Crows are really cool. (laughs) Crows are cleverer than apes. They are super clever. They remember faces. (sighs) They're really cool. Make friends with the crows. I don't... Feed them. Get uh, a crow army. Oh my God, you sound like Jens. Just like, just feed them. Do you not understand how bird phobia works, bitch? Like, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to be super cool about this all of a sudden. <laughs> like, Pretty what? sure the answer I can't is. I do that. Okay. You're not oh, going to be scared of the birds that fight for you. What? <laughs> Have a crow army. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying here. Get yourself wow. a crow army. Because I'm I such get a it. Dummy, why didn't I think of Look, that? Look, I get why you'd be scared of these super intelligent flying, you know, creatures. Obviously, I mean, at least pigeons are dumb; they still terrify me. But like smart birds, okay, okay. Now we have a problem, a real one. 
because now it's just gonna land on my no, no, shoulder no. and, and look, claw my look, eyes look, out or look, something or look. poop on me even worse look. or you don't have a problem you have an opportunity it's time you're not my real mom <laughs> you, can, you cannot you cannot tell me what to do i do not have the courage i do i cannot if okay are you terrified of anything is there anything that freaks you out emotional depth um okay so picture <laughs> going to a let's not, let's not explore that <laughs> let's just not explore it's <laughs> clearly not it's not a great example but it's not, you know it's not anyway, um we're talking about joe this story took some weird turns <laughs> i had questions that are not direct, not with the expectation that you answer, but for okay. the world. Okay. What? <laughs> Why would anyone put a fake tag? That's what I'm thinking. And if they did so, surely, like pigeons, pigeon fanciers, which I'm going to keep saying because I love that that's the term. Pigeon fanciers, presumably... <laughs> Sounds oddly sexual. It really does. Spend yeah. a lot of money on like, like there's money in racing pigeons. It's like, you know, gray, uh, greyhounds. Racing greyhounds costs a lot of money. Racing horses costs a lot of money. There's going to be money in really good ones. So if it's mm -hmm. got an ID number that's of a different one, presumably that, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's someone out there who's just having a load of fun making fake tags. But surely yeah. the reason you would do that would be for some kind of fraudulent aim. Yeah, but the, okay, so the thing is that the bird with the genuine leg band had apparently disappeared uh, from a race in Oregon on October 29th. And, okay. But the thing is that the bird did not have like a racing record that would have uh, apparently made it valuable enough to steal its identity and I'm like oh when I read that I'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> you're still valid I you're love still... that you can <laughs> have a fifth buzz but still have <laughs> such still a deep sympathy for this one shitty racing pigeon <laughs> just like, I am like, terrified of you trying. but I respect your struggle but, yeah <laughs> but girl if you watched that Pixar movie you would cry too and you know it <laughs> so, <laughs> Pixar movie. Oh. No, but if they made a Pixar movie about oh, I get a pigeon, <laughs> a racing pigeon that was just yeah. trying to like do its best and wasn't the greatest, you would cry. We would all cry. That's only if that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm the person that feels bad if I leave like a carrot and I <laughs> like if there's one carrot left and I don't put it in the food. I'm like, oh, I, oh, it's just a lone carrot. It's like. It really thought it was going to be cooked today, and now it's now its friends aren't even around. Oh, oh no! Um, just yeah, and then I cry. No, I don't. <laughs> I just I do, I do feel bad, and then I feel a slightly wipe bit the tears away afterwards. But you know, well, Suzumi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then I don't understand. So it's not a worthwhile pigeon. It's not a valuable pigeon. No, it's so sad. <laughs> um, this person that was um i don't know there's a lot of names in this but some person said the that bird didn't finish the race series it didn't make any money 
and so it's worthless, really. You meanie. You meanie McMeanie. Oh. I mean, it's a bird, and I hate them, and they should not be here. But yeah, but I, I do feel bad. <laughs> Obviously, we need birds, whatever, but like, don't at me. But I fucking hate birds. I mean, but I, but I do feel compassion. Have you when seen they, when the people say they're worthless? Have you seen the conspiracy that birds aren't real? What? Fuck off! <laughs> what? Don't, don't even. Don't do this to me. I'm not joking. What? There is a significant online conspiracy that birds are all government surveillance <laughs> machines. And like many online conspiracies, it's clear that a lot of people are just joking. But unfortunately, like Flat Earth or, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. What was at one point a joke? seems like it's really convinced a lot of people why are we even surprised anymore it like yeah of course there's people but that would also it would explain why you're so scared of them because you subconsciously know (laughs) it's the government watching you (laughs) Uh, maybe the pigeons were the friends we made along the way I don't know (laughs) Maybe you should tell your story now, David. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just rambling. Oh, I'm just Okay. As I okay. said earlier on, I can't tell whether this is a hilarious story or a sad story. And I I'm just I need to say to that in tell advance. you in a moment. <laughs> I was pretty convinced it was a hilarious story. So I'm gonna take you to India. Okay, okay. For this story. Uh-huh. And uh there is an a TV channel called NDTV. It's a news channel. Mm-hmm. Relatively well respected. Its main anchor uh she is called Nidhi Razdan or former anchor now. Uh Nidhi Razdan. Mhm. <laughs> and uh last June she announced that she was leaving her role that she'd held for the last 21 years. Yeah. <laughs> I can just see on your face. Was this one of your weekly what the fucks? Uh, no, but I did see a headline. Okay. And it made <laughs> oh, so God. she was leaving the channel that she'd worked at for the last 21 years. She was an executive editor. She was very, very senior there. One of the most senior uh, journalists at the station. Yeah. And she was offered a job at Harvard to be an associate professor of journalism at Harvard University. And this was really exciting. So Mm -hmm. she announced, I am leaving my position. I'm moving to Harvard, uh, changing things up. I've loved my time at this TV station and I'm really excited for this new opportunity. Mm -hmm. This week, she posted on Twitter to say, I have been the victim of a very serious phishing attack. I'm putting this statement out to set the record straight about what I've been through. I will not be addressing this issue any further on social media. The entire job offer was an extended fake phishing oh attack. My God. Oh my God, it's so mean. It's, <laughs> it's so mean. But Why would you? Why? Okay, I need to explain why this is... 
This is potentially fucking hilarious. Or potentially okay. really, really sad. Okay. There's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna... Wait. Yeah, yeah go ahead. No. Go no, no, go ahead. Say what it's you're gonna say. It's just that I'm uncomfortably warm right now. So <laughs> <just> <laughs> okay, that was not related at all. You, no, uh, but... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you go ahead. Because <laughs> I can't take it off because I'm wearing headphones and I want to hear a thing and I yeah. don't want to disrupt the... I, I get it. Uh, <laughs> Luna is now wearing her jumper as some kind of peculiar scarf. Like a scarf. <laughs> but just... Wow. <laughs> uh, Tell so me why it's hilarious, David. Why is this potentially hilarious? Well, mm-hmm. one is just laughing at someone else which is kind of mean but also kind of funny one is just this yeah, is a when senior it's not you, it's, it's yeah hilarious. like that's the more obvious and much meaner way but it's more than that so the obvious mean way that this is funny you're gonna go into like depth with how you're a horrible person is that i'm gonna explain the concept of being a horrible person <laughs> then i'm gonna move on okay. to other reasons because that's the initial thought is it's just about being horrible and obviously a very senior journalist right whose entire like position is to mm-hmm. see through bullshit and who is famous at being firm on politicians and seeing through their bullshit and challenging them being convinced that they had a fake job at a university where they don't even have a journalism school that oh i didn't know is kind of hilarious it's like they don't even have a journalism school they don't have any so professors she, of journalism wow so she did, the journalist yeah. did not even research the the department she was allegedly going to be a part of? That is what it seems like. And as I said, there's so many different layers to this. And I can't tell whether it's hilarious or sad. And I will get into the, there's going to be a lot of different, like going back and forth on what this story seems to be. It's really hard to tell what the truth is. And I'm not. Yeah, yeah of course. If I was an expert on Indian media and politics, I still wouldn't be able to give you the answer. And I'm a dickhead in my bedroom. So <laughs> there's just no You're way. You're a dickhead in the bedroom? That's in, good. In to- my bedroom. <laughs> Fuck you, Luke. You know what? First step is talking about it, admitting it, you know? But <laughs> continue. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So that's the kind of the first bit of potentially hilarious thing in it is that Uh they don't even have a journalism school. Mm. And a lot of people have raised a lot of... uh, Did you say Harvard? Yeah. They don't have a journalism school? No. That's weird. Isn't it? I don't think so. Kind of big... Yeah, but being a big university doesn't mean that you necessarily have a a school of... Like, it's quite a niche subject. Okay, but I just... No, it's not really. I feel like they would have milked that. I just... I would assume that they had it. I can see why you would assume that they had it. I think that in Denmark, studying journalism as a university program is more common than it is in... Certainly compared to the UK. Like, studying... People do study journalism at university, but there's... Also, a lot of journalists study something else. They study history or English or... Okay. And then they become... Whereas in Denmark, it's much more likely that you would actually study journalism. Mm. So if I assume that the US is more like the UK, then... You make an ass out of you and me. 
well, I don't think we need to do much to make that the case. So Well, we did that from episode one. I don't feel like we... <laughs> Why change? I mean, um, <laughs> we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so... so. Yeah, still on the f- kind of funny side, there's there's a whole bunch of... Qu- so, yeah, they don't have a journalism school. Uh, a bunch of people have raised... Harvard has incredibly formalized procedures to recruit. Right. The idea that you wouldn't check these things, again, being a journalist, that you wouldn't... How old is she? I do not know, but she's been working at this tv station for 21 years so i guess so she is probably 40 to closer to the boomer age than she is to the millennial age no she's a journalist i'm just trying you know i'm just trying to understand here because i mean a lot of people aren't really that savvy when it comes to the you know checking for fraud and stuff I don't think that's a... I'm not saying it's an excuse. Yeah. I'm just saying that makes a little more sense in my head. So on the continuing reasons why this potentially is hilarious. (laughs) Potentially hilarious. Not saying it's hilarious, but potentially. It's potentially. I I absolutely found this story fucking hilarious. And then I read her (laughs) side of the story. And then I'm like, oh, maybe it's sad, but maybe it's hilarious. And I just can't really tell. And I need more (laughs) insight. So she hasn't ever published a research paper, right? She's not got academic qualifications. She has a lot of experience as a journalist. Uh But to be an associate professor, you would be expected to have a doctorate, like to have a PhD. Yeah, it's very odd. It would be, It's... it's possible, but really weird unlikely yeah really weird for you not to have a phd or published research and to be asked to be an associate professor Mm -hmm. so that also makes people go "Mm, what the fuck yeah then people were asking did she go to the u.s on a work visa because then that would mean if she's actually gone there that would mean that she not just like the fake documents didn't just convince her but they also convinced U.S. immigration. Okay. So then that would, what, so, if she got there. So she there, got a visa? Yeah, well, if she arrived with a visa, yeah. like if she flew to the U.S. and she, she couldn't have entered wait, on a... so she already went, she, did she go? She hasn't announced it. She didn't say whether she went or not, but a bunch of people are asking this question, like, did you get uh, yeah, there? Yeah. Because that would change the, the quality of the documents would have to be good enough to yeah. have got you in while saying I'm here to be a professor. You can't enter on a tourist visa if you're saying yeah. I'm here to be a professor. That's true. So then that would raise the, the skill level of these fake documents. Yeah. Finally, she's been s- describing herself as associate professor of journalism at Harvard in talks and like when she goes on tv and stuff oh honey on oh honey no (laughs) no it's so sad oh but she didn't start teaching yet so people are going clearly right Uh, clear now but oh my god 
but she's been describing herself as the associate professor professor of journalism which now people are like maybe it's been proposed maybe she knows more like some people are saying she's been faking being a journalist and she's been caught but not being a journalist obviously she's been a journalist what? she's been faking okay. <laughs> being a professor yeah and then maybe she just got caught out maybe someone at harvard realized and then now she's saying it was a phishing attack so some people are accusing her of committing fraud the whole time which doesn't really add up to me so they're saying that there wasn't a fraud attempt, but she has just been posing? Yeah, that the fraud was her rather than people defrauding her. She's defrauding other people, pretending that she's been a professor. Okay, but also that's dangerous allegations. I hope that... Yeah, and I don't think it adds up. Yeah, okay. Uh, but people point out that like she just she said on Twitter, I'm teaching at Harvard rather than... I'm going to teach on Harvard, but I feel like that's right. Um, that's something you could say, like, yeah. In the context, someone said you're going. They mistakenly said you're going to the UK soon, and she said not the UK. I'm teaching at Harvard. Like, in the context, it sounds like it's future tense, but it kind of sounds like present tense. Like it's it's very ambiguous, right? Yeah. Huh. So who knows? I'm so confused. It's yeah. it's really confusing, right? You could say I'm teaching at Harvard to mean I'm going to teach at Harvard or to mean mm -hmm. I'm teaching at Harvard right now. And the critics are saying, how can she say she was teaching at Harvard when she didn't even step foot <laughs> in the building? Yeah. Is she the fraud? She was maybe just really excited. Yeah. I get that. Like, I mean, she's like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. So I guess I have my title now. Yeah. So all of that oh, no. is that would be why it would be hilarious, right? Like conceptually. <clears throat> yeah. I Okay, so I, I definitely see yes. that that is part hilarious, part <laughs> heartbreaking. It can be both. I feel like there are nuanced, you know, moments. And this is probably one. I feel very bad for her. Obviously, she had a long career that she just... Has completely thrown away. Totally threw away um i hope that she finds something that is real <laughs> I hope. this is the thing that was that was where cool. i was two hours ago where are you now girl i was just on the it's kind of funny like obviously sad <laughs> but but it most is, mostly kind of mostly it's it was kind funny. of like ridiculous in a way and i thought that was where it was going to stay up until we recorded because she said in her announcement she was not going to say anything more on the topic on okay. social media but then she's posted a blog describing in detail all of the things and i had to completely change my whole mindset because i was like i was going to tell this really funny story about a woman potentially pretending she worked at harvard and now <laughs> and you know about her feelings and now Ugh. i know about her feelings and it's really <laughs> god why do women have yeah, that's feelings usually how it goes yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so funny until you actually hear about the person that it happened to and how they're feeling now. And it's like, damn it, now I feel with you. Mm. I mean, she's still, there's a, still a chance that she's a fraud, but she's a very convincing one if she is. Like, I... For her. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, obviously. It's all... 
yeah, you can't really say. But uh, either way, I mean. So here's some of the things. That, <laughs> here's some of the things that she's said. Okay. Uh. So. Yeah. So she said. So how did all this happen? Because it does sound like she recognized that it sounds crazy. In November of 2019, I was invited to speak at an event organized by the Harvard Kennedy School. That's their school of political science in early 2020. One of the apparent organizers of this event contacted me separately to say there was a vacancy for a teaching position and would I be interested? So she had been to Harvard for an event and someone Mm -hmm. who was involved in organizing it contacted her to say, would you be interested? So she went. So she have been in contact with Harvard. She went in November of 2019. Okay. And early 2020, she was contacted and she submitted her CV thinking why not i may like she didn't expect anything to come of it but she thought why not mm-hmm. then she had a 90 minute online interview where everything seemed legitimate the questions were thorough and professional she did a google search and she found a journalism degree program being offered by the harvard extension school which okay. is not part of normal harvard but is like okay. an additional bonus thing and she says contrary to what many are tweeting about harvard not having any uh, journalism as mm-hmm. like department they have a school called the extension school which offers a journalism degree program the actual program is called the master of liberal arts journalism degree and this okay. school lists 500 faculty of whom 17 are categorized as journalism faculty i could fall for that a number of I mean, these people happened? yeah sure yeah a number of these people are working journalists rather than academics so she believes she fit the profile and yeah. that is so convincing yeah. that it does change it from from hilarious to kind of terrifying that it all is. of this yeah. added up. I have a question. Yeah. Do we even know who did the catfishing? Like, what is what is the intention? What did they want from her? So, that's what I want to get. So, she's saying like, did that... Did she piss somebody off that just want revenge? Or what is this? I'll get to that in a moment. Because I have I have random theories, and again, okay. I'm an idiot in my bedroom. So please, no one trust my theories. This is purely from what I've looked into, and no one else is saying this. This is just me. <laughs> but uh, so she got multiple. The reason that why were for the delay and everything. She got emails from things that appeared to be official Harvard emails. She got letters, an offer letter. She got an agreement. She signed a contract. Like one of my thoughts was how the fuck are you going to leave your job when you haven't signed a contract? She had a contract with signatures from senior Harvard University officials. This was a professional scam. This was not if what she's saying is true, which we only have her word for it. But if what she's saying is true, they went deep. They also separately emailed my former employers at NDTV and others for recommendation letters and official looking acknowledgements were were sent back to them. None of the people who got the reference letters thought anything was amiss. I would have been scammed out of my mind. Exactly. And that's where this kind of hilarious story makes you go, oh shit, this is terrifying. Who is doing this? Who is this committed to this scam? So it continued for months. Uh, She announced that she was going to quit in June 2020 and said she was going to move. She still didn't have anything. It was supposed to start in September, but 
first classes were put off until October and then to January because of COVID. Mm -hmm. She was told she was going to get paid anyway in September, but didn't get paid. Uh, She received a bunch of documents administered and she was repeatedly told that it was basically just administrative errors that were why she was not getting paid it was it failures it failures or you know chaos due to covid also with covid it's so easy to make up some like excuse about that the system is overloaded or not it's so believable something you know that you would go oh well okay what do i know sure so she wrote to the head of hr at harvard and she didn't hear back and then she started so she was feeling Already, she was feeling that something was very wrong. Right. Uh, but then this week, she... So in, Jan, in De- December, she wrote to the head of HR at Harvard. In January, she wrote to the dean of the graduate school. Uh, uh, the dean of the graduate school of arts and sciences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is the overall, like, head of the section that the journalism extension school is is within. And Mm -hmm. this week she said there was no record. They emailed, finally responded to her to say, there's no record of her appointment and the people claiming to be their HR staff do not exist. She (gasps) wrote back expressing shock and sent them copies of these like very real looking documents with fake letterheads, fake signatures. uh, And she's filed a police complaint. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. So she says... She, yeah, she feels like an idiot, basically. But because of the pandemic yeah. and the chaos and the disruption, it all just seemed believable. And no I one ever asked it. her for money. I get it, yeah. It seemed like a really sophisticated attack. So that's why Poor this... her. That sucks. If we assume that what she's saying is correct, which it really sounds but, believable, like it just doesn't I sound mean, there like... there must be all these documents that she can show that she has it, not herself created because that would be... Like, why would, how, and all that. I don't see why the fuck she would be lying. Why is this, like... Her side of the story is incredibly convincing. Like, it just... I think people are just trying to, you know, oh, maybe she, women lie. You know, I don't don't buy it. I'm sorry. I don't, yeah. But here's for my conspiracy theory side of things. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. This, as a scam... Like, yeah, they got access to her passport and they got her banking details and everything, but they didn't, like, as just a financial scam on her, Uh this is so professional and so in-depth that surely in the time that you did all this, you could have scammed... Yeah, it seems personal, ...hundreds of other people. It seems incredibly personal. And I, before I read her... like her story and Mm -hmm. was convinced oh shit maybe this is actually like a devastating and terrifying story rather than a hilarious one uh so before (laughs) i so i just have an alarm going off but i don't know where it is can you hear it (laughs) can you hear that in the background or should i just ignore it i didn't hear anything Okay, okay it's still going we'll just ignore it and pretend that everything's super smooth no alarm is happening um, <laughs> it's nine o'clock it's my bedtime alarm um, oh you have to go to bed david <laughs> i'm gonna edit all of this out um, i'm definitely not we know me i'm just not gonna edit. <laughs> we kidding. Uh, anyway on her when i was researching this before i saw hers 
mm-hmm. when I saw her initial announcement back in June of she's leaving, I read through tons of comments. And again, as I said, I'm not an expert on the Indian media landscape. I don't know enough about NDTV. They are definitely controversial to some people. Mm-hmm. India has the same issues that we're seeing in a lot of other places yeah. about politicized news mm-hmm. where neutral news is seen as political because it doesn't agree to go along with politically dominant viewpoints mm-hmm. and politically biased news is also seen as political. Like there's an argument there and yeah. I saw a whole bunch of comments I saw a bunch of comments that said, thank you so much. You've been an amazing journalist. It's such a shame to lose you. Uh, you've been a wonderful politically neutral person in this time of increased uh, political media. Polarization. Yeah, yeah, increased polarization. And then a significant minority of comments that said, fuck you, you are so biased. You just speak for Congress, which is one of the major parties in India. You uh, have no place being a, 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 you know, a news anchor because you're so biased. Mm-hmm. And obviously, well, I'm in no position to say which one is true. Yeah, we're not really in There's that no way. Room. And even yeah. if I was an expert, I suspect if I was an expert, I'd have a biased opinion. So I still wouldn't really be able to say (laughs) which one was true. But that just makes me think Mm. if you want to embarrass a critic, there are a whole bunch of other stories about people criticizing her, politicians criticizing her. And uh, this level of commitment surely is not for financial benefit. Surely this level of commitment is to say, I want to humiliate you. Yeah. Yeah. And you can never have any time she, if she goes back to NDTV, if they like her statement that she's written, her post, her article Mm -hmm. about this experience is posted on NDTV's website. Yeah. If she gets hired back there, any time she criticizes a politician, they're going to say, go back to Harvard. (laughs) Right. Yeah, that's going to be the punchline. But I mean, if she can get on top of it and be able to laugh about it, be able to joke about it in time, probably right now it's an open wound. But like, look at Monica Lewinsky. She's the fucking best. And how many years later? That narrative around. Like, she is. She took some power back i have all the respect for monica Lewinsky. she's amazing also follow her on twitter she's hilarious uh <laughs> i don't disagree I mean, but she's in a it's a completely different uh position sure. to like monica Lewinsky is in an incredibly politicized position also it's how many years later we're two decades later that she's now yeah Got into so two decades later, but and she's in a position. But that's a different kind of humiliation. It's and, a completely different yeah. kind of humiliation. But she's allowed to be actively political mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. that, you know, Nidhi Razdan could not take her own position back. 
Monica Lewinsky has taken a completely different position now. Yeah. It's not the same kind of like Sure. It's a transformation, which I have all the respect in the world for Monica Lewinsky, uh, and what she does now. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. it's I don't know. It's just it's a different kind of transformation. But yeah, I, I get it. I get it. It's and people would try and discredit you. But then again, like this is such a, a thorough scam. And I, I feel like if we can say that could have easily happened to us because this seems very, very professional. I mean, I, I don't know. This. I think a little I... bit of time needs to go by. And then I I don't know this woman. Maybe she has horrible political views. And then like, <laughs> please don't go and things but i don't know i'm just like as a person (laughs) i just think that that you're still allowed to go and talk your opinion and um yeah if you can get if you if you can build a wall so that silly fucking comments like you are able to take them and like laugh at them or whatever or or not take them in and say what you want and like be true to yourself and be authentic and all that that's something that's probably very difficult right now but i'm just thinking that maybe in time and maybe after some therapy (laughs) and all that i'm thinking maybe like she doesn't have to hide and not do god it would take so much what she has been doing very well probably because she's been in this position for so many years so you know i yeah I hope she bounces back somehow. Uh, knowing, having no ability to know whether she's actually a decent human being. I have on the no assumption idea. that she, could she is. Be horrible. On like. the assumption that she is. I also <laughs> hope like, that she bounces I, I back. I feel for her. I feel like, yes, you go, girl. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Because. But I, do, I feel for her on a human level. Like that kind of experience is completely. not easy. It would take so much therapy for me to open my emails again. <laughs> like, yeah. But what a good excuse to not do that, right? Yeah. I'm like, I can't. I've been hurt before. <laughs> so that is my uh, difficult, messy, uncertain yeah. story. I'm but really I think it's a fun you one. You brought this because I honestly only read the headline. I was like, oh, oh that's horrible. And uh, now I know some details. And uh, thank you for that. It was, it's very interesting and um, mortifying. Ooh. Yeah. You want to get into some wiggly? What the fuck? I think wow, it is wow, time. Wow. <laughs> it's nine. I cannot. Like, that is good that we're not recording later because I can't make that noise yelling in my apartment too late <laughs> without <laughs> bitching about neighbors. So. <laughs> Oh my God, my fucking upstairs neighbor. Oh no. She has been, today, she, I don't know if she was renovating or like putting on a new floor or what the fuck was happening. But, and it's been so cold outside. I was like, I'm looking forward to taking my dog out for an hour in the freezing cold. So I do not have to fucking listen to this anymore. I'm very chill. I'm also contemplating writing her a letter because it's so much these days. Like it's just so, it's so much. It's the stomping. It's the everything. I am, I, 
and I'm trying to disconnect myself when it's ha when it happens and I can't I'm just actively raging inside I want to take a chair and punch my fist up in the ceiling like I am I mm, I don't know I need to meditate or something I don't know I, what think to so. do. <laughs> I will say my upstairs neighbor who complained about us walking oh, yeah. too oh, yeah. loud when uh -huh. we were both lying down. Um, <laughs> after I had a, a firm, firm conversation with him, uh -huh. I think he's terrified. He was very, very polite in the stairway when we crossed each other. Okay. He did a little, little nervous smile. Uh -huh. And I feel like uh -huh. it's for the best. So maybe it's time for you to have a firm, firm conversation with you. I would love the idea of me having a firm conversation with her but <laughs> i am such a people pleaser that i'm gonna be, I'm gonna be so mad but then also i kind of feel like because Jens has already so many times talked to her and she's like Fuck me, I, I don't like you're being ridiculous and uh i was up there once and she was okay to me and i was okay to her and it was fine good cop bad cop yeah i feel like that's the dynamic we have but she does not want to talk to him and I feel like if I go all like cold bitch on her, I do not feel like it works. Yeah. I don't, I feel like that's going to be a, the wrong approach. I, and honestly, I hate bad energy. Like I want to be friends with all my neighbors. I don't want this stuff. I would, I just want to like have a, honestly, I would love to have a chat with her. Just like, to, like also cause I get it. I get it. Uh, it's an old apartment building, uh, building, and it's very loud. And maybe just like think a little bit about how much you're stomping or something. And because also we've been told, hey, around nighttime when our downstairs neighbors go to bed, like we've been making a little too much noise. And I was like, oh, thank you so much for telling me this. We will definitely. Uh, be very much aware of this in the future and I talked to them later and they were like oh yeah we don't like hear it at all anymore so that's the kind of thing I want I I'm not an asshole I just want you to not to respect me like that is all I want <laughs> I just want you to have a little goddamn fucking decency and respect and I do feel now that I'm the age where these like early 20-something people who do fucking respect my authority pisses me off. <laughs> are there any, are there um, any ages yeah. you don't hate? What? Because you were shit-talking older people earlier in the episode. Now we're shit-talking younger people. Did I shit-talk old, older people? What did I say about older people? Oh, just the... Uh, how, how old is she? <laughs> on, the, on the fishing. Oh... No, it's just that not every, you know, older people aren't always so technically, you know, literate. And yeah, it was more like to give her a pass. <laughs> but that's also a little. It's kind of pretty patronizing. I yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Fine. I should only hang around little people who idiot. are 30. <laughs> In their 30s and mid 20s and up, I guess. Yeah. Okay, well, okay, oh yeah, we, what the fuck? Uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> do you want to go first? Uh, I do not have as such a weekly what the fuck. Uh, you don't have one? I have a story that is okay. also short. It's an update on a previous story. Okay, cool. Um, 
which has been huge news. And I brought the Alexei Navalny story when the opposition leader in Russia spoke mm. to his own poisoner or his own poison yes. team. Oh, what's the update? So uh, this has been pretty huge news. So I'm sure lots of people have seen it, but I still just want to bring it anyway because as an update, it's, it's amazing. So he was threatened with being imprisoned if he returned to Russia. Yeah. Uh, okay. And the basis on which he was told he would be imprisoned is he was previously arrested for what, as I said in the previous episode, was is widely considered to be political charges. And because he was poisoned by the Russian state and had to be in hospital, he missed some probation meetings. And so they said, well, if you miss probation meetings, then we're sending you back to prison. Oh. That was widely seen as a threat just to get him to stay in exile outside of Russia. Mm-hmm. And the fucking guts of this guy, he just flew in and was like, cool. Uh, yeah, you're going to arrest me, but it's going to point out how much of a coward you are. So I'm just going to do it. He's an absolute badass. Was arrested in the airport, kissed goodbye to his wife, and is now being held... Uh, because he missed probation meetings because his own government poisoned him. And that's apparently a... Wow. Um, so... I feel okay about my situation, actually, now. I just... I feel like... Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> this guy is... Like, that's obviously clearly an amazing commitment to the cause. And I think it deserves a lot of respect. Like, to know, basically, these people already tried to kill me. I've now found out just how many times they tried to kill me. They apparently had multiple other attempts, but didn't get to it. Um, And to have the guts to walk into that environment Mm -hmm. is incredibly heroic, but also clearly he's broken. Like, he's not right. This person (laughs) does not have the standard desire for self-preservation which in this situation is incredibly (laughs) in this situation it makes you a hero but jesus christ that's terrifying doesn't seem like a great idea i will give you that he's crazy but i mean he's absolutely crazy uh yeah and i just thought that was a worthwhile update because i'm sure lots of people will have seen the headline that he's gone back to russia or that he's been put in custody but my weekly what the fuck part of it is that their reasoning was he missed some probation meetings and he missed mm-hmm. probation meetings because he was in hospital because they poisoned him. So <laughs> that's the what the fuck well, part. <laughs> yeah, it is very what the fuck. I will give you that. Anyway, that's the only story I'm bringing tonight uh, on, okay, the, on the what I the have fucks. Four. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's get to it. It's short ones, mostly um, headlines, but yeah. I don't know if you saw, but uh, Azealia Banks have been cooking her dead cat. I fucking... That's <laughs> like, what? And then, yeah, she took a bunch of pictures and videos of her digging up the dead cat and cooking it in a pan. And then, oh, and then she deleted it from her page um, because, like, all the fans were like, I, dude, are you okay? What the hell are you doing? What the fuck is happening? 
And yeah, but also she had like a neat picture of a, um, like a bucket or something with a bunch of stuff, and then the skull of her cat. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, she's she, apparently done some some weird stuff before. She uh, she admitted to sacrificing some chickens <laughs> sixteen or something. So yeah, that was that. She believes uh, in in juju witchcraft stuff. I am all about but, witchcraft. Uh, like I I get that, but I mean I mm, that kind of ooh that's not ooh <laughs> you know it's not it's like great don't skin your dead cat. I don't know. And if you do, if you do, do not put it on social media. You can have some things for yourself. If you need to do that kind of thing, maybe just keep it in a little secret part of your heart. Cooking (laughs) your cat into a stew is always peculiar. Yeah. I will say on the layers of clearly having some challenges... This was not a recently deceased cat. She dug up her long yeah. dead cat and then it cooked a, it. Yeah. Like, it's one thing. But did cooking, she cook it? It was in a stew. Oh, yeah. It was in a pan, I guess. It was in she a was boiling stew. I don't know what it? she was going to do with it, but she made a stew out of her cat. I mean, what else are you going to do with a stew? You got a stew going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a very particular reference. If it was development. Anyway. (laughs) Moving on. Yes. To the next one. I bet you saw this one. Psychedelic mushrooms grew in a man's veins after he injected them. I did not see this one. Okay. So a dude experimented with psychedelic mushrooms that and it went totally fucking wrong. Almost killed him. Uh, He injected like a tea quote-unquote, made from the mushrooms, and he injected it into his blood and uh, then got a life-threatening infection because now the, it was growing in his blood. <laughs> uh, and not, and then he was in the hospital for almost a month. But now he survived and uh, is doing better. But if you're going to do mushrooms, don't do it like that. Don't. He's a scientist. He's, you know. <laughs> He's a scientist. We do not deserve him. He is taking the boundaries further. He's the hero we deserve. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But not the one we need right now. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen the the heroes we have? I mean, Mushroom Man isn't that much worse or better. I don't know. Uh, Okay, I I have a third one. Okay. Man jumps into sea after refusing to pay hefty bill at restaurant. So a Turkish man <laughs> jumped into the, I don't know how to say the sea name, Aegean, Aegean, Aegean Sea. How is there a sea I don't know and don't know how to pronounce? That's what I'm thinking. I There's a sea that I don't feel like I've seen before. <laughs> sea. I would see, say... <laughs> Aegean, but I'm pretty sure that's wrong because I've only Aegean. ever read it in old books Aegean. about the Greek Come wars. Here. So yeah. no idea how to actually pronounce it. It was a sea. And uh, he jumped into the sea after <laughs> refusing to pay the bill. He got at a restaurant. He was like, this this is too much. This is a little too much, I think, for just me eating here. So he had an argument with the waiters. And then he ran out of the restaurant 
And then he jumped into the ocean and he just started swimming towards the like a nearby uh, the nearby Greek island Samos. So Coast Guard officers managed to catch him three kilometers into the sea. <laughs> three <laughs> kilometers? Yeah. Wow. He was He's going a there. Good swimmer. He had a destination. <laughs> he was very Yeah, he was he was going there. So, yeah. Okay. Okay, I really okay. like the next one. Ooh, that's my last one. <sighs> a Canadian woman walked her husband on a leash to get around strict curfew rules, but they were caught and fined $1,500 each. <laughs> So this Canadian, it was from Quebec or something. Uh, she told the police that she could walk her dog. And then they were like, ma'am, this is not a dog. It's a man. And she was like, nah. <laughs> and, and she refuses to pay the fine. Look, oh, I wish there were I'm pictures. perfectly fine with people having their own kinks in their own home. And there's no needs. Like, it, it, that's fine. <laughs> Do what you like. Remember the guy in the woods in one of our first episodes with the full but latex suit? You go out onto the street, whether you're in a full latex suit or you're on a leash. With a dildo hanging from your zipper. At that point, you are involving other people. And at that point, fuck off. <laughs> okay, that's not fair. Then there's nothing wrong with kink shaming you because you're that's not. Beautiful. I didn't consent to see this man on a leash in the street. I feel like I want at that point fuck off on like nice kind of inspirational quote letters over my wall. I I agree. At that point fuck off. It's not I, fair uh, yeah. for me to have to be involved no. in your kink because your kink is about being in public on a leash. <laughs> That's They just needed some air, you know. It's uh <laughs> Anyway, what, what a, a week. week. Week three of 2021. We well done. So. <laughs> that was week three, yeah. people. I hope you're doing okay. It's also a wild week right now. I know we're, there are things we don't talk about and we can't talk about, but uh, yeah. It's all very interesting to see how this week is going to turn out. <laughs> week three of 2021. So, see you guys next week. Take care of yourselves. Goodbye.